0: everybody you've reached the mayfair podcast
1: i'm eric and hey, this is josh
0: it is tuesday march oh i blew it already <laughs> you didn't usually we check first for yeah. this such an emergency and wait
1: i'm looking hang on
0: it's it is march though pretty sure about that 28th Eighth. yes because it's weird it's basically the end of the month and i i'm more aware of this than any other month because i accidentally used too much data and like we have oh, a yeah. shared data plan but literally we have 40 gigs possibly 60 gigs like it's an insane stupid number and what ended up happening was I never check I just leave it usually just on all the time because it doesn't matter we have too much and so yeah anyway so like then I had to download the cartoons which was oh, 37 God. gigs, as you recall, <laughs> Jeez. which was weird because the last one that you gave me was 11 gigs. So it was, was like, high quality tunes. Oh, for sure. And then, so I was like, all right, well, this is fine. And then my laptop is still not working properly, you know, so I had to do it on my phone. And so basically I just I didn't check first to see how much data I had left because I always have a ton. So who cares? And then so I downloaded 20 gigs until I realized I had seven gigs left for the month. Yeah, and still needed to download 17 gigs of that file. <laughs> so, long story short, I threw away 20 gigs that I didn't need to do, and then I think Emily accidentally downloaded it at her work. Like oh, she, no. it started to go, and then she stopped it, and then as she got home was like, "Oh, I think it downloaded," and she's just like, "Hope no one ever notices that, that <laughs> happened." But anyway, so now I've been rationing because it's for both of us. It was like seven gigs for 12 days, which is a good amount still, but you know, like there's just times it's just simple stuff like you're on the bus checking whatever but now i'm just like oh god am i going over like am i doing and she's like oh you know one of those like oh, you got to keep better track. And I was like, no, 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 no. We have never come close. This was because I downloaded an epically sized <laughs> file. This will never happen again. But it's annoying because now we're in the final few days of it. I think Saturday morning it resets. And so I'm just doing all these little things where I'm just like, everything's the internet. You know, like I pull out my phone. I was like, okay, no internet, but I can check. Oh, that's the internet. And I was like, okay, well, no, I the internet. You know, I can't even listen to the podcast. That's the internet.
1: Yeah. I'm out as we speak because Every couple months, my phone just betrays me. I don't know. <laughs> Gwen's smart and she tried to fix it, but I'll download a bunch of podcasts in the comfort of my home, but it will disconnect or something, or I'll go outside and not realize it's still downloading. And even though it's set to be like, hey, stop downloading stuff when you go outside, yeah, you get that message of you've used 90%. And you're like, what? I didn't even do anything. Yeah. So yeah, I'm without it now for whatever, two, three days. Which is funny because all it means is when you hit somewhere like the Mayfair for us or home yeah. or even you pop into Black Squirrel Books or walk by the library, anything I'm connected to,
0: it'll pop up and be like, here's some messages. Yeah, and some of them are more complicated than others. Some are just like, just say yes and click this. But then some are like, what's all your info? Or, or like open an account or something. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing all that. Yeah, I'm pretty good about just having stuff
1: downloaded because both... I'm addicted to the audiobooks from the library. Mm. So I'll download those. So yeah. I'm not listening to them live or whatever. And same with like comic books and stuff like that. But yeah, it's so funny because just bumped into our projectionist Marcus. He just left just as you came in. And his internet is down at home. And we were laughing about that of like, you're just like you consider how we lived in a world without internet. Yeah. And now your internet goes down and you're just like. I can't do
0: anything. Yeah, basically. And I'm not, I'm normally, I used to be mindful of where Wi-Fi was or what it was or whatever. I mean, here I am, but most places I'm just sort of like, okay, so what? I'm at the grocery store. I was like, oh yeah, does the grocery store have Wi-Fi? And I was like, oh, it does. Oh, here we go. You know, and like, so it's just wherever I go. Or, but then there's certain ones where I'm like, I don't care enough to go through, jump through hoops, you know. But it really is like such a first world problem, non-complaint to be just like, Oh my God, my enormous data plan <laughs> yeah. doesn't reset for a couple of days. Oh, what am I going to do? I can't read about <laughs> stupid garbage online right now. I got to watch a DVD or read a book. Oh, It's horrible. Yeah, no, it's it's somewhat hilarious. But yeah, it, it kind of did harken back to the early days when I had very little data. And oh man, I remember it would be like, oh, pay whatever and get an extra 500 megabytes of data or something insane. And you're like, that's checking your emails a couple of times or something. Like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what things are anymore but i
1: imagine we're pretty close to the competition heating up and it just being unlimited pay 50 bucks or 75 bucks or whatever and it's just whatever you want
0: yeah and which is more or less what I have now like I mean yeah. on any day any month that I'm not downloading a 37 gigabyte cartoon yeah. <laughs> file, I have more than enough data, so it's nice but yeah it's you know you, you just really kind of become used to it and then you're like wow I can't really do much of anything right now except write notes to myself or something <laughs> like and I don't want to hear from me <laughs> off the record I was
1: watching a 2d feature length cartoon for my birthday on the weekend here at the Mayfair with some friends and the only thing we really see 2D cartoon at the Mayfair on occasion is our Saturday morning cartoons. Mm, true, which is a huge file, let me tell you. Uh, yeah. if you were trying to download that, boy. And it just made me miss it because it's been quite a while, but in our run in the past post-2009, I think the only 2D feature new films were we did play, it was a Winnie the Pooh movie, okay. The Princess and the Frog, mm-hmm. and that was a big gimmick. Oh, we're doing a 2D movie. And the SpongeBob movies. Everything else is 3D, is computer animation. It just made me miss it, because I was like, wow, I I love... And it looks so good on the big screen, Mm -hmm. and we don't get the opportunity to screen the old Disney stuff or whatever. And I think there is the mindset, which sadly may be true. It may be the same mindset of people moan about remakes of either foreign films or classics. And it's like, yeah, but if you're playing Devil's Advocate, if you're debate clubbing this, and you run a studio, and you're like... Well, most of the people who come to my movies don't like to read and don't like old stuff. That's why we remake things. Mm -hmm. We're like that with cartoons where they're like, oh, kids don't like 2D. And I'm always like, do they not like 2D (laughs) or have they only been served up 3D? Yeah. Because if you look at present day Saturday morning cartoons, quote unquote, because you can just watch it whenever, but there are new episodes of SpongeBob. And all the Marvel stuff, like Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man, they're all computer-done, but in the, in the illusion of 2D. Hmm. So yeah, I want more 2D feature-length movies. I'm waiting for Disney to be like, hey, we're going to do a big epic 2D movie. But, oh, and I did hear, I don't know if this is true. I'm going to be so mad if the internet is lying about this. They've but never lied before. They've never but... <laughs> lied before. Supposedly, Ryan Reynolds is voicing a Dragon's Lair movie, directed
0: by don bluth oh wait okay like, like the that, book series no no like, or, the, like oh the, no that's dragon lance like the bad. video game he did remember okay the,
1: remember like the, the cartoon video game
0: you vague i want to say yes but i'm just a liar look it up so you, you can do...
1: go on youtube and kind of watch the playthroughs it's okay. a beautiful video game that back in the arcade days was run off of a stack of laserdisc players Jeez. and when you're playing it you were essentially using it was in the form of a joystick but yeah. essentially it was like Using remote control controls to be like forward, back, hmm. stop. But yeah. so supposedly that's being made as a two D epic movie. But I hope that's not the internet lying to me. Is it Dragons Lair dragons, or is it Dragon Slayer? Dragons L Lair. Wait, there's
0: is there's an extra L. Dragons no, no, Lair? sorry. Lair? Like,
1: <laughs> two words: Dragons. Okay.
0: Lair. Like L A I R. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because at first I thought you were saying Dragon Slayer in a weird way. Like, no, because like, Dragon Slayer is the '80s. Yeah. movie right that's well what i was thinking is that the one that has that has sean connery voicing the dragon or is that that's dragon that's dragon heart yeah i think you're right about am that. i correct yeah, yeah. I mean that sounds right
1: <laughs> with cg that does not hold up i saw a yeah. little bit of that for some reason recently and was like
0: no that doesn't look as good anymore what about that 2003 matthew mcconaughey one, oh, uh, Reign of rain fire? of fire yeah
1: i recall i don't know if it holds up because i haven't seen it in 20
0: years now yeah.
1: But when I saw it, the one time on the big screen, I enjoyed that movie.
0: Yeah, and someone, is it Christian Bale who's in that too? There's like two. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. There was like two heavy hitters in that. And it's like a post-apocalyptic dragon (laughs) movie. Yeah, and that was like, it was well regarded at the time. Like a lot of people thought it would just suck and were shocked. And I'm pretty sure the guy who made it was somewhat noteworthy. And I can't think who it is right now. That's
1: one of those movies that I don't think was a flop, but I don't think maybe like a mega hit. But it's so funny, the amount of movies out there that you just kind of forget about. Yeah. That just kind of like, for every Jurassic Park, there's hundreds of movies that aren't bad that you just kind of slip away.
0: Yeah. And and, uh, most of the time, the only reason you hear about them is if someone that's in it blows up. That's kind of it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, or if you're lucky, multiple people. So.
1: Well, at the Mayfair recently, our big box office draw, two very different films, but not so shockingly, women talking has been doing very well. Huge, really good movie. I saw it. Of course, it's heavy, but it also strangely has amounts of lots of charm and humor in there. But really good movie. But the thing, John Carpenter is the thing. Did Gangbusters for us. Oh
0: yeah, that was a good pre-cinema lead. Did you in.
1: watch it before cinema? No, I no. want to say yes, but no, okay. we were
0: supposed to have plans, and then one of the people backed out, and then the other people backed out, and Jerks. then yeah, and then <laughs> it just became like. Would I rather stay at home with the wife and cats and relax, and then just come here alone on the bus, which is what I did? <laughs> or do I? You know, I mean, yeah, the thing is great and all, but like, I'm pretty certain I've seen it here already, and it's yes. I don't know. I mean, and that's a, that's a pretty long night too. Like, it, yeah,
1: because you came to host cinema.
0: Yeah, so that had to, you know, that's just a certain thing. And and it's like I told them, I was like, you know, this would have been a perfect lead-in to play a horror movie at cinema, but I didn't. <laughs> so I and just, we gotta talk about cinema because yeah, because.
1: Yeah. You showed me because we watched a movie recently that I was not a fan of, and then
0: <laughs> a spoof film. We'll a spoof say. film. So you're and supposed to laugh, but <laughs> Josh laugh, did not I just, laugh. I just
1: sat there with my arms crossed. I don't furious. think he
0: laughed once, and I felt guilty that I kept like snickering because there was it's it was a silly movie and like you know yeah. it's not great you know but like and I
1: wasn't trying to be a jerk but it just <laughs> didn't hit me but it's an interesting thing because you played it for cinema. And I believe you They said said it was like gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. Why would I lie? People were laughing and standing ovations and throwing roses at you. I don't know if they
0: stood, but there was an ovation. (laughs) Yeah. One guy might have stood. I don't know.
1: But that might be an interesting thing of maybe it's my fault. And if I had been sitting there watching it with you in cinema with that laughing. Yeah, the encouragement kind of. Yeah, yeah. Same thing as watching a horror film, but. No, I thought thought it was great, but I thought it was funny because recently you offered
0: up another kind of comedy
1: idea and Lee shot it down. And now you can go to Lee and be like, I'm smarter
0: than all of you. Yeah. And that one was a little more tough because that was a newer movie, the one he shot down. And it was kind of ostensibly a romantic comedy but not really romantic but i do think that one would have played okay but i was nervous already and then so to have lee be like oh are you sure i I was like oh god i lost all confidence (laughs) yeah which is why i didn't tell you that i was playing this other one see maybe to lee you should have said i am sure and he would have said you go do it buddy well he told he was like i'm not saying no he was just kind of like are you sure sure and i was not sure sure and so i was just i panicked and so with this one i was like (laughs) Still, like a bit on the fence, but I was like, I can't tell Josh I'm playing it because then he might <laughs> leave me. Yeah. And like, I, I can't, I can't have that, you know. And so, but in my defense, I was, as I've said before, you know, cinema. Oftentimes tends to be people who've maybe had a couple of pints beforehand, or maybe they hit up oh, the alleyway yeah. or someone else's alleyway, you know, they were inebriated and that's yeah, why they liked it. <laughs> tends to be. And, you know, so like a silly comedy, you know, like not bad, you know? And so that was kind of my go-to. I was like, it's pretty heavy. There's a lot going on in the world right now. Sometimes you just want to watch a silly comedy, you know, and maybe laugh. And I was like, okay, well, Josh doesn't drink. So maybe yeah. <laughs> the people who do drink, maybe that's the difference. I don't know. So as it turned out, It was not as packed as the thing, unfortunately, but it was still, I would say like at least 50 people. And and the weather was awful. It was like snowing and raining, which is why my plans had gotten canceled. Well,
1: I was there earlier that day to have my little birthday screening and to run a rental for somebody. And it was one of those days that I walked knowing that it was a beautiful day when I walked, but I knew snow was coming. And when I walked home, it was... For real, ice pelting my face, like just the worst. I was like, ow, ow, ow. And just windy and snow coming down. It was just the worst. And it's so funny because a couple hours before that was a beautiful spring day. So yeah, I had a feeling. That's why I was so surprised that both Women Talking and The Thing did like 150 people. Yeah. I would assume a lot of those people walked. They probably. were probably the neighborhood. That was like everyone in the neighborhood came to see those two movies.
0: Yeah, and Andrea had to start it late too because it was so packed. And like I'm assuming the candy bar line was pretty long as well. You know?
1: Yeah, and sometimes like that, it's, it's my go-to joke of like, we're just not built for success because we could have all hands on deck. But then when 50 people show up at 6.28 for a 6.30 movie, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> That's what we... We're so pleased with people and so so thankful for people. It's getting better. You'll see a bunch of people not even show up half an hour early, but some show up half an hour early. They get their popcorn. They get their couch. But there's always this last-minute rush, and I think it's because people are used to the multiplex and half an hour of commercials. And maybe the multiplex, you know, you go multiplex, and they've got four popcorn machines and eight kids working there. But we seem to work out pretty well. Like We're never half an hour late. It's always like five minutes late or something like that. Or he'll pop an extra trailer on there or something.
0: Yeah, and it was, I, I really like the 1130 cinemas because, like, it guarantees, I mean, assuming you're not trying to play a two hour Western or whatever, but it guarantees that you'll catch the last bus. Yeah, I think nice.
1: cinema should always be 75 to 90 minutes.
0: Yeah, like that's, like, 90 is usually my cutoff. Yeah. I will be doing the one on April 15th, and I could tell you it's 76 minutes. Oh, perfect. So, like, that is, you still don't stay up late enough to watch it, but, like, you know, that is a Josh length right there. Yeah. Often, after a podcast, we'll watch a movie on the big screen and
1: eat some lunch. And over the years, we've watched a couple of random old MST3K esque movies that are shockingly haven't been riffed yet. You know, yeah. some of them I even forget the titles, but they're just that generic <laughs> kind of black and white, hilarious sci fi kind of stuff. And they're 75 minutes, and I love it. Yeah. In and out, done. Yeah, and
0: they're not all great, but, you know, they're mostly pretty good. There's only, I, I don't even know, I, there was that one with, like, the asylum or something, and it was, like, a oh, mad doctor. yeah, that was that It was, was, was a bit weird. dry. I, I don't even remember much. Like, I was like, oh, cr-, you know, the inmates took over the asylum, and it's in a spooky asylum. This is going to be good for sure. But then I was like, wait, wait a minute. That movie I'd never <laughs> heard of before now wasn't good. But I like that
1: kind of pre-Star Trek era of people in jumpsuits kind of wearing fish bowls on their heads with really there's no thought to any science fact in it like they're just hopping in spaceships and going to mars and there's aliens and stuff like that but
0: yeah i like that era of robot monster type stuff yeah and it's clearly a guy in a suit with a tin (laughs) can on his head (laughs) they're doing their best yeah those are great uh, the the black and white really adds to it like i think that asylum one was in colors, so that was probably the problem you know well my friend
1: brought us to see quantumania for my birthday a oh, rare boy. multiplex
0: outing. Damn, so you're basically up to date now, I and
1: think. It's, it's funny that we talk about the length of movies because we live in a world where Quantumania was two hours, which is reasonable. Sure. And some people comment on it as, oh, it's short for a superhero movie <laughs> because now all superhero movies are two and a half, three hours. Yeah. And it's so funny that when a movie is two hours, that's considered what was once 90 minutes. Yeah. It, it's so... And, and I've heard a number of people comment on that of, oh, it's short for a superhero epic and they make you watch the whole credits too, you
0: know. Exactly. So, really, yeah. it's more like three hours. And
1: every week. time in the past decade, has it been a decade, going to a Marvel movie and people leave during the credits, I'm like, you know, 19 out of 20 times there's something at the end, right?
0: But yeah. they leave, they don't care. No, they have no, I think that, that happened at, I think it was Venom, which is. Marvel adjacent. Yeah, basically (laughs) a Marvel movie. And then people started leaving once their credits hit. And I was like, have you ever been to one of these? (laughs) Yeah. I don't even remember what the post-credits was, but it existed. Yeah, yeah. Possibly there were two of them. I don't even know. But still, yeah. You enjoyed it, I'm amazed. I did.
1: I I very much did. And I liked that. Last time I went to a multiplex movie, I'm not kidding. They played 17 trailers. Yeah. This time it was very reasonable. They played Indiana Jones. Okay, well, that's good. Little Mermaid. Sure. And Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, all right. And Guardians looks like I'm just going to cry through the whole thing in a good way. Like, it looks like it's going to... I don't know. They're going to kill somebody in that movie. Yeah,
0: most likely. Hopefully, your least favorite character, whoever that is.
1: Indy looks great. I don't care that Harrison Ford's 105 years old. (laughs) That music plays, and it's him riding a motorbike. And And he's not
0: old through the whole thing, you know, with the beauty of technology. (laughs) So it's fine. With
1: time travel.
0: Yeah. But speaking of your birthday, I got a gift for you here. Oh, a gift. Yeah. It's this (laughs) well-wrapped with two pieces of duct tape. In a farm boy bag. I was going to leave this. Ah, crap. It's coming out the crappy packaging. I I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I was going to leave this for you on Saturday night. I know. I I looked for it. I didn't see it, and I thought my birthday was ruined. Well, you know, one of the things was, like, Andrew was working, and I was like, what am I going to do? Hey, Andrew, can I leave this gift for not you uh, in the office? Like, I don't know. It felt kind of like, I'm unboxing it.
1: It's a frame. I've done it the right way of getting to reveal it. Yeah, this should Getting go. Getting well. to reveal it to myself. It's a
0: good throwback to uh, one Whoa. of one of your few failures. <laughs> at The Mayfair
1: Theater. It's a last Starfighter mini poster, uh, eighteen by eleven, I think.
0: Eighteen by twelve. Eighteen even. by that twelve. That extra inch, we I don't lose that for you. You know, I, I paid for the extra inch.
1: It's really cool. It's like shiny. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's kind of like uh, like silky paper. Yeah, it's not lenticular, but it's it's shiny. You can act like it's lenticular, like it's if lenticular. you move it enough, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was well, great they do those a lot you can't really get actual poster posters most of the time but you can yeah. get these and I, i've got a bunch of these they're like asian silk or something i don't know oh. which also sounds like a b movie i would watch but <laughs> yeah still like so I've, I've got a few of those and like they're very cool it's weird because it's it's not paper but like it's almost cooler like, it says the guy who bought this, so he's trying to make it seem cooler <laughs> yeah. than it is, but still. So, I was like, I saw that one, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, what are the odds of this? So, you know, I could have gone Ghostbusters, could have gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Types away, but, you know, I was like, I know you have a connection to that movie, so. I'm going to post that on social media and tag House of Targ, and they'll be so Oof. jealous. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, it's a beauty. It's a, it's a cool poster. Like, I mean, there's, there's a lot and not a lot going on in it. It's kind of fun, you know? The Last Starfighter is one of those just quintessential
1: 80s movies in that it's very high concept, the effects aren't great, but it has that Amblin-esque, one-horse town, kid with, you know, a little brother. I think a single mom, if I remember correctly. I so. It's kind of like Rad,
0: but with instead of BMX, it's like it's video games and yeah. spaceships.
1: Yeah. And just that, again, that real, any science fiction film, you got to suspend your disbelief. But that they're like, oh, you're really good at this video game. We're going to let you be an X-Wing starfighter and help us fight the bad guys. Is the most nerd
0: dream out there yeah like isn't it pretty much the same plot as ready player one essentially yeah <laughs> like more or less like that was in the future kind I think, of but... tron-esque too. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they referenced that movie in ready player one i might oh, be totally off base but i, I think... guarantee you i'm yeah. pretty sure even like the spaceship is in there
1: <laughs> yeah well, of course ready player one yeah i listened to the audiobook which is even more nerdy because i think they had Better luck with copyrights and stuff. So okay. there's even
0: more stuff in the book that wasn't on the big screen. Yeah. Cause I, like, I think you can reference things, right? Like, you're not, or I don't know how that works. Cause you're not, you're not selling the I book. I think you
1: still need permission. Like in the movie, say there was the Iron Giant or Chucky or. Yeah the delorean i think you got to get permission for all that still but i think mm. especially if you're
0: spielberg they're like yeah yeah sure go ahead interesting so like if i were writing a book would i need permission to use the word delorean like if i, I was like he had a delorean type car presumably God, that's okay isn't I it? i like, think
1: that's okay i think it's kind of like a and i could be completely off base but i think it's kind of like a fair use thing if your character says coke yeah not in a disparaging way, like, oh, can I have a Coke? Mm. I don't think you have to go to Coca-Cola to get permission
0: for that. That makes sense. Or like, oh, yeah, I love Coke way better than Pepsi, something like that. Yeah. But or then Pepsi might get mad and they're like, hey, you got to pay us because he says something mean.
1: Yeah. Or if you're in a movie that, drives down the street and in the background a mcdonald's passes by okay i don't think you need permission for that that's unless just kind there's of a guy like
0: throwing up outside of it or something <laughs> yeah and he's like i ate here and you're like oh jeez
1: you're making some <laughs> disparaging satirical comment
0: oh man like this could be good we should be making whatever this movie is i don't know
1: no that's good thank you yeah i had a good birthday i got i went and bought uh Atst, which is my favorite Star Wars. I'm, I'm already so excited, and you haven't finished your sentence. Uh, Lego. Okay. Okay. At the 613 flea market oh. for 50 bucks, which seems expensive, but Lego's always expensive, right? And this was like in the box still. Okay. And Gwen looked it up online and found it for 75 dollars plus shipping. So I got I got a decent deal. Damn, and it's like full. You it's know... not even put together yet. Okay. Like, I get to put it together. That's fun. A friend of mine got me. You're gonna be jealous. A Batman 66 lego mobile oh man does it have little batman it's got little batman and little joker instead of little batman and robin (laughs) and i was like that's now i got to track down a 1966 robin a tiny minifig yeah gwen got me a grown-up gift got me a nice jacket like batman on it or something no it's just a regular jacket but i needed inside pockets on it so she has already sewed in star wars lining inside pockets okay so it's right.
0: a it's a hidden nerd jacket she managed to salvage the nerdiness yeah. of that gift
1: <laughs> yeah it was like
0: through to the ground i'm not wearing this yeah, yeah. nerd references. <laughs> it's like i couldn't remember how, how old you turned i believe you're about 12 now <laughs> yeah. I don't, based on everything well, it's in your funny
1: life. we just went to dinner with some friends and we were talking about grown-up stuff and my friend james said i cannot compliment a rice cooker enough And I said, oh my God, that's funny you mentioned that because for my birthday a number of years ago, my grandma, who as I hit my teens and twenties was always like, am I still buying him children things? And my mom was like, yes. And so I would get action figures and Star Wars books and whatever. It was that thing, you know, when you get something and you open it up and it's like... Oh, someone got me some Lucky Charms. But it's a book inside the box kind of thing. Yeah, I
0: know that very well.
1: So my grandma, it was a big box. And I was like, oh, what's in here?
0: A.T.S.T. Lego,
1: come on. Yeah, (laughs) and it was a rice cooker. And I went... Oh, a rice cooker. And luckily she wasn't paying attention to my sarcasm. And I opened it up and it was a rice cooker.
0: Oh no. So you had to go through with the sarcasm.
1: Yeah. So I had to like backpedal and and luckily she wasn't paying attention. And good on her. It was because I was talking about in my college days, a friend of mine who was a Japanese American was my first run in with eating rice all the time. Okay. And so every time I went to his house to study, to watch a movie... I'd eat rice, and he had a rice cooker. And she heard me tell this story, and she was like, God damn it, I could finally buy him a grown-up thing.
0: So that's your fault. It's my fault, basically. But
1: I still use it. I've had this for like a decade, and I still use the thing. But it's it's a rare grown up gift that I have.
0: Yeah, I mean, the rice cooker is basically just an adult Starlock pit. So I mean, it's (laughs) kind of you know, (laughs) it's Star Wars adjacent. Cut to me with action figures in there. You probably did, for all I know. Like you tossed Han in there. I don't know. I'm not sure why you would do that. But Gwen laughs at me for a number of things.
1: But one is I told her that my dad used to have when I was like five had a
0: top loading VCR. Okay, I was really excited no matter yeah. what you were going to say to the end of that. I'm like, picture a laser disc, anything.
1: And it was 600 pounds and four feet long. It was yeah. just a monster. But it fit the Star Wars figures. So I would <laughs> put Han in it for
0: carbonite Of scene, course, obviously. Come and on. I'd have
1: it all set up. And I wish I had a photo of this. I had it all <laughs> set up with Vader and Boba Fett and some stormtroopers. And like, oh no, look out for the carbonite. Oh my and, God. and I would put Han in it and close him in it. And then you'd hit eject and it would come back out fine. And I just remember my dad being like, don't do that. That's going to get caught in there. We're going to have to bring it to a shop. We're going to have
0: to like. Yeah, that that stuff's not cheap. Because I I remember my my dad, it was like a thousand bucks probably at least. Like, yeah, yeah, we had a similar, what my dad was doing, like videography business or something like that on the side, weddings and stuff like that. And so he had the gigantic camera and the giant VHS and like, yeah, I remember that was not cheap. And eventually I inherited the VHS years later, like not a lot later, but you know. And, I, like, that was a huge deal, you know? Like, I had this little little TV monitor and the VCR... Well, not little VCR, but anyway. And, then, yeah, that was a big deal. But, yeah, in retrospect now, you're like, boy, those were the days. Yeah. I always think, too, about how bad quality it was. You watch...
1: You think about old TV and compare a modern TV viewing experience to it, and you're like, wow. And then you think of, like, before our time, when people were watching, like, black-and-white TV with bunny ears, and it was just watching through a fog. Yeah. And that's what people did.
0: No, and it's and I'm at the point now where I'm I'm too spoiled. If something only exists in a VHS rip, I'll probably watch it, but I'll certainly complain internally the whole time. The funny thing is, a while back I have a copy of Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal. Okay,
1: I figured. And it's a rare comic book movie that despite its notorious awfulness, I've never seen. So <laughs> I, I want to watch it sooner or later. So I have a VHS of it and then a friend of mine, I got a hand me down pretty high quality vcr that he got from his parents closet because they weren't using it and he was like do you want this and i'm like <laughs> i do steal. want that <laughs> and so i tossed out my old clunky vcr and plugged in this one and it's real high end the way it pauses and fast forwards all nice and everything <laughs> wow and, pause and, and fast forward? forward that's insane but you know when you pause it and it's like perfect yeah whereas the old vhs didn't do that but I put steel in it, and the first thing the VCR did was eat steel. Oh, it was like boy. it was like not in my VCR.
0: I, so I still didn't watch steel. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. So the VCR is still okay. The VCR is
1: okay. I put other things in that VCR, and they worked fine.
0: So it was just rejecting steel. I mean, so did audiences. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, God. And as, as a side note, the dude who did Reign of Fire, his follow-up was Elektra, which is why we didn't really oh, hear much about him after that.
1: That seemed like a good idea at the
0: time, That's I right guess. up there with Steel. Prob- uh, these yeah. These sort of like tossed off comic book movies before we knew what we were doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. So. And now we've got it all figured out. Oh, boy. Okay. Let us mention the movies that we are screening the week of Friday, March 31st, 2023. Oh, coming into April hot. We have two holdovers, Living held over for oh, a sixth
0: week. Crazy.
1: And then making a comeback after a few weeks away, we have Aftersun, backed by popular demand. Oh man, yeah, there was a lot of chatter about that one. That one did really well. Both those movies I've seen, both highly recommend. Both might seem like somewhat heavy subjects, to be sure, but they're not the kind of movie that at the end you have to take a knee and think about your existence
0: yeah. They're very good movies. I like both of them a lot. Well, it's impressive that neither of them, or well, I, I don't know if. Both did didn't after win some, Oscars. Okay, that was my question. Yeah. yeah, I know Living didn't. I couldn't remember After Sun snuck one in there. But yeah, like they're both non Oscar winners that are still doing quite well and doing multiple weeks. Like that's pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: And little movies that you won't see at the multiplex, which is why we get to screen them for over a month. So. Yeah. And you may not see them next week. So it's like, yeah. you got to get on them. Come on. Then we have the 25th anniversary screenings of The Big Lebowski. Oh, boy. Which always does well. Yeah. It's one of those things like Casablanca or It's a Wonderful Life. We'll just play Big Lebowski as long as we can. The reason we're playing it now, somebody asked about we should be playing it on 420. Right. As if we don't know. Come on. Maybe it'll be back for 420. The reason we're playing it now is because I don't know the ins and outs, but the distributor is going through something. Yeah, So Lee has booked a number of retro movies that might not be available in the upcoming weeks mm-hmm. so that's why we got this one a little bit early is
0: that why we were doing pulp fiction yeah
1: pulp fiction okay. clockwork orange sadly i think the thing it was a few of those movies Ooh. might be in oh god lockdown and it did so well i know i know Oh, it's the worst <laughs> don't
0: think of it just count the money now yeah, don't yeah. think about the future
1: <laughs> i love big lebowski i think it has my favorite musical number dance sequence in any movie of all time
0: great soundtrack
1: yeah and everybody in it's so great john goodman's great Julianne Moore is great. Jeff Bridges is great. Steve Buscemi, John Taturo. It's oh, just oh, yeah, and Taturo,
0: so I think, kind of ad libbed or did a lot of his role on his own, yeah. supposedly. So uh, even my sister has hit me up to come and see this. So oh, know, good. Yeah, cool. yeah, it's it's doing well in the Larson family.
1: Then we have two new films. One is called The Lost King, the latest Stephen Frears movie. It stars oh, Steve Coogan and Sally
0: Hawkins. Oh man, so it's. 10th level British entertainment. Yeah, Coogan always brings it. Hopefully he does his Michael Caine impression in this one. (laughs) You know, every movie he has to do
1: that. I just imagine he seems like a lovely man, but also the potential for a grumpy British man. Yeah. And I just imagine people coming up to him while he's trying to enjoy dinner or at the opera going can you do Michael Caine or doing Michael Caine to him and him just kind of being
0: like, Oh, what have I done? (laughs) Whereas the other guy seems like he would probably relish doing the Michael for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can never remember his name either. I
1: feel so bad. This one is about an amateur historian who defies stodgy academic establishment in her efforts to find King Richard III's remains. Oh, is it a comedy? Or? It's a. Like, I think it's a British comedy, dramedy. Okay, yep. okay.
0: So, yeah, because I, I, you don't see him in too much straight dramedies. No. just dramas, I should say. I don't know why I keep adding a D to things, but yeah.
1: Well, even all his trip movies are technically straight dramas. Yeah. But are still filled with, for me, laugh out loud
0: parts. For sure, yeah. And they get longer as they go along anyway, as we were talking about, but still.
1: So then our Ottawa premiere this week is an interesting one. It's called Smoking Causes Coughing.
0: Oh, yeah. And this is weird because we play in the trailer like quite a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, Actually, when we did Drag Dragon, it was playing. I remember because I brought a French friend of mine and I'd seen the trailer already, but I was like, because I, yeah, I watched back-to-back Drag Dragon. And so she we all laughed and thought it looked so good. And then I just assumed it had played already. Yeah. And so then I was thinking, literally like four days ago, I was on the bus and I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder about that movie. Like that looked pretty good. And then I opened YouTube and it was the first thing on my YouTube. No, and I hadn't said it out loud. It wasn't one of those spooky technology things. I mean, it was, but in a different way, and it freaked me out. I was like, "What is happening?" And then it turned out it was opening this week. So I was like, "Okay, well, it's a little less weird." And I love it. Freaked me out. It's rare that we have that. Often we'll show very recent films. Yeah. Sometimes a
1: week or two after. But I love it when we're screening a movie, the actual world premiere date. Mm -hmm. So this is on March thirty first weekend. This is when it's coming out in. France and the wow. UK and everywhere. I so, had no idea.
0: I just assumed it was done and I just didn't hear about it.
1: And it's directed by Quentin Dupieux. Oh, yeah, I, know that. I know that name. Who is the cornerstone example of not for everyone. <laughs> like so many of the greats. <laughs> like our John Waterses. And, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: Neil Breen. Neil Breen. You know? <laughs>
1: I love a film that he did called Rubber. Oh, that's him. Which okay. about a car tire that for no reason gains sentience and starts killing people. It's this weird fourth wall breaking horror film, comedy, bizarreness. And I was all in a hundred percent edge of my seat. Love the whole thing. And so then this film is essentially a weird art house, French, no budget superhero film with people in blue and gold spandex suits and a robot sidekick and a alien puppet, Charlie's angel kind of handler. Yeah, and it's brand new. So there's not a lot of reviews out there, but the reviews are all from festivals. So Fantastic Fest and Calgary International and New Zealand all had these rave reviews for it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I like it when we play movies that are not for everyone. It's more fun that way.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it looked very funny. Like, the trailer was quite good. Yeah, no, it reminded me of there was this TV show called Danger 5. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it seemed a little like that where it was kind of like almost like a 60s spoof but modern day and so it could be totally not like that at all but that was the vibe i got where it was like a fun like almost like a retro future silliness almost. yeah
1: and i don't know how big it goes because i know it's not a huge budget movie but yeah if you look at their costumes they kind of look power ranger-esque and then like i said they've got like an actual robot r2d2 kind of sidekick yeah but yeah i think it'll be very very funny or people will walk out very very confused which yeah, is good know. on both sides. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, you know, the, the I can say the audiences were loving the trailer, so hopefully yeah. people will come out and, like, the thing that I keep thinking of is, like, the main characters is like, smoking sucks. It causes coughing. And yeah. it's, like, just, I don't know, it's so <laughs> silly, but, like, amazing. So, yeah, come out and see that.
1: So, yeah, so that is the films we are screening the week of Friday, March 31st 2023 into April. We're going to wrap things up now and go to try to watch a cool movie and eat some pizza
0: for your birthday screening. Yeah, my birthday screening. Technically, technically, technically. his birthday was yesterday. Or no, 2 days couple ago. A couple days ago. Three yeah. 3 days ago. I don't know. Who cares? The point is yeah. it, it already <laughs> by the time people hear this, it's like a week ago. A week so ago. who even cares? This is a good week. So yeah, coming out. I don't know why I'm so excited. <laughs> it's Josh birthday energy in yeah. here, I'm
1: telling you. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find more information at all times at mayfairtheatre.ca and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can sign up to our newsletter. And we look forward to having you back in here to watch some awesome movies. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
0: Oh, I regret to tell you that there are no longer three Cage movies coming out in April. There is only two Cage movies coming out. The other one moved to September, but it's like, hey, you know, spread the love, right? Maybe that's better for us. It spreads it out a bit. We need all three. I received this ransom note. A big man. They want you to take the money. and act his courier. why mean, Big crime. Why should we settle for 20 grand when we can keep the entire million? Big trouble. Where's my money? Where's the money? We chased the money. The Big Lebowski. Woo! On March 6th, from the creators of Fargo, comes the story of a ransom gone wrong. You got any pleads? Leads. <laughs> and the two friends who will do anything to solve it. Laughable, man. <laughs> the Big Lebowski. Rated R. Starts Friday, March 6th i